Hello, and welcome to the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. Hi, I'm RV Robinson. I'm the master speaker trainer, international keynote speaker, four-time best-selling author, podcaster, and your host today for the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. Yes, you've guessed it. The Million Dollar Speaker Podcast is all about speaking, but not just standing up and giving a presentation or a PowerPoint. It is all about how you can become a better speaker, a million-dollar speaker, reach millions, and make millions doing it. And you need to hone your skills. I've been teaching public speaking for over 20 years. I've been in it. I've been speaking. I've been putting on events. I've been doing everything that one needs to do. I've spoke on cruise ships. I've traveled the world. And I don't say to impress you, but to impress upon you that I have been in the trenches and still am right with you. And most of what I teach is what I've learned on the front line. So I want to teach you some techniques today. And these techniques are how to get your audience eating out of your hand, right? How to keep their attention, how to all that, but how to keep them eating from your hand. So we're going to cover seven techniques. Now, these seven need to be done in the order that I give them to you. So write them down and they need to be done all seven. A lot of times I teach and I say, okay, these are several techniques. You can pick one or two that work for you and leave the rest. But this seven, these seven, these magnificent seven, you need to do in order and you need to do all seven if you want your audience to eat out of the palm of your hand every single speech and still give them the value that they deserve. So we're going to jump right in. Number one is rapport building, rapport building. Yes, you must build rapport. Now, this is not new. I'm not sharing anything new with you. You all know and have heard especially if you've worked with me before, that you must build rapport within the first five minutes of your speech. So the first five minutes is all about rapport. And I teach a system by which builds rapport, starting from that attention grabber to grab the audience, to thanking your audience, to making them feel welcome, to sharing your professional story, all kinds of different techniques that they feel comfortable. They feel like you've built rapport, but there's also other ways to build rapport, like eye contact, smiling. So all of that goes along with the actual step-by-step approach in your speech. Now, number two is loving on your audience. Now you might think, well, Building rapport is loving. Well, yes and no. It is a form of loving, but rapport building is before the love, right? That's kind of like the courting, the dating, the taking them out to dinner, the getting to know them. That is what rapport building is. But now it's time to really show them love. And you can show them love by sharing their name, by by learning what their name is before the presentation and sharing it, or looking at their name tags, or asking them right in front of the audience and loving on them. And of course, eye contact, smiles, all of that helps. But loving on them directly, asking them questions, 
telling them, you know, thank you for sharing and being direct one-on-one. Now, here's the beauty about audiences. Whatever you share with one person, like if you show them the love, you you invite them up to participate, uh, you invite them up to, um, you know, be one of your uh, volunteers, whatever it is. Uh, you're nice to them. You chat with them a little bit, not excluding the rest of the audience, but talk directly to them. The audience feels it. So whatever love you share with one person, the entire audience will feel that love as if you're sharing it with them. Now, conversely, it works the same way if you're not showing love and if you're showing anger or frustration or something that you're displeased about, the whole audience will feel it. So love on your audience. If you have 200 people, look in quadrants of four sections and love on them, smile at them, talk to that group and just really show them the love. Number three, give great info, give great teaching points. And when I say great, I'm talking about your best stuff not something that everybody shares that's in your industry. I want you to go beyond what normal people in your industry would share or give. I want you to deep down into the secrets and the secret sauce of what it is that you do. Now, don't be worried about, oh, I'm not, I'm giving away for free. You know what? There's a lot of free stuff out there. And a lot of it is not even, does not have any value. I want you to give free stuff that has great value, that people are, wow, if he shares or she shares that for free, she or he must have a lot more to give. And that's exactly what they'll say. And yes, you have a lot more to give. So give great information. Number four, be attentive. Be attentive. Look around. Make sure your audience is taken care of. If they're fanning themselves, it's too hot in the room. If they're cold, it's, you know, and 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 we're putting their sweaters on. Take care of them. Make sure the air is just right. Look at the majority, not just one person. If they're bored and looking at their phone, you better change the state. What what Tony Robbins says, change the state. You know, get them to stand up, get them to move around, get them to high five, get them moving physically so that they can change the state and get the attention back because they're not going to get that great information if they don't have if they don't have your attention, right? If you don't have their attention. So be attentive, look around, make sure everyone is taken care of, make sure everyone has a seat, make sure everyone's happy, all right? Number five, participation, audience participation. That's right. It's up to you as a speaker to provide the participation. You want to plan this in your speech, You want to plan it before you ever step on stage. What are you going to have? Are you going to have breakouts? Are you going to have them break into groups? Are you going to have them break individually? Are you going to just have them, you know, do individual work and share? Plan this. Don't wing it. You need well-planned, well-thought-out audience participation. Number six. Tell stories and not just any story. You want to tell emotional stories. Now, which emotional story do you think will have the most impact? 
Is it a funny emotional story or a sad emotional story? Well, the truth is, is it's a sad story. What I call a boo-hoo story. That's right. That'll have the biggest impact. Now, when you tell one of these stories, you don't want to do the crime. You want to hold back your tears and be strong and brave because that's what will make your audience cry. That's the story that they'll remember, a heartwarming story that that touches, really touches their heart. A funny story, they'll, they'll laugh, but they'll forget. And if you're in your clothes, you want to tell funny stories. But in the middle of your speech, I want you to tell a heartwarming story. Now, last, number seven, is giving them a benefit-driven close. That's right. Not just any close, a benefit-driven. So many times people talk about the features. Oh, I'm having a two-day retreat, and we're going to go to Mexico, and we're going to do this, and we're going to do that. That's not the benefit. When I do my uh, eight-day speaker retreat, it's called Speaker Breakthrough, and we do it in another country, the benefit is you become an international speaker. That's right. We provide a stage, you work on your speech, and voila, you become an international speaker. Like while you're on vacation, practically. So always share the benefits of what it is that you are selling, offering, giving. As a speaker, you need to offer something at the end of your speech. You need to offer a way that your audience will get more of you, more of the solution that you promised and more of the benefits that you talked about. All right. So just real fast, a recap. Number one, build rapport. Two, love on your audience. Three, give great information. Four, be attentive. Five, audience participation. And six, tell emotional stories. And number seven, give a benefit-driven close. Again, you need to do all seven of these. So when you take your speech and you've done the practice that you need to do, and I share with people, they need to practice one hour for every two minutes of speech. One hour for every two minutes of speech. When you've done that, now you take out your speech and you look at ways that you can add these seven principles, all right? So how am I going to build rapport? How am I going to love on my audience? You want to be intentional. How am I going to give great info? Is it the same information I've been given for years? Or is there something new, a new trend in my industry that nobody knows about but me? Or is there something new that I've created or developed that I could share? Then, of course, what kind of audience participation am I going to do throughout the meet, the middle? What am I going to do throughout the meet of the presentation? How can I uh, bring that value? Am I going to have them share? Am I going to have them break out? Am I just going to have them high five where they are? It's up to you. Am I going to have them do shout outs? And you want to do several, several different techniques of audience participation. It's not just one, one and you're done, all right? You might do five or six, as a matter of fact, throughout 
the meat, the middle of your presentation. Never do audience participation during your close. It could distract you and your audience. And then stories. What emotional stories are you going to tell? One or two? You need to practice that story right along with your speech. And then seven, what benefit-driven clothes am I going to give? Now, if you can't sell something, there's other clothes that you can do. I teach five different clothes, but there's other clothes that can be benefit-driven, like inviting them to talk to you at the end of your speech. That could give some great value if you make it interesting, not just, oh, if you come and talk to me if you want to talk. No, it's like, if I've moved you in any way, Please, I'd love to hear it. Come and talk to me at the end of my talk. I'm going to be standing right here. And then stand there. Make sure you're there at the end of your talk. But invite them to come and talk to you. Invite them to share you know, what they thought was uh, brilliant in your presentation or what they got out of your presentation or how you moved them. So always do that. Always do some sort of a benefit-driven close. All right, million-dollar speakers, that is that is our lesson for today. Thank you for tuning in to this podcast. Tune in next week for more. This is Arvi Robinson signing out. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. Please hop on over to iTunes and leave us a review and feel free to share our channel with your friends and family. Also, you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn. We would love to hear from you. And remember, you are one step closer to becoming a million dollar speaker.